Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of the Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions round the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week we've got a full crew. Everybody's here, which is great. Um, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode on Milford's uh, recap of his cruise. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, I'll give you a synopsis. He drank a lot and <laughs> ran around chasing Star Wars characters all over the boat <laughs> with, an em- with a half-empty glass of bourbon. <laughs> so, or a half-full glass cruise. of bourbon, as the case may be. You never know. So don't think I'm the only one that misbehaves on this podcast. There are others. Oh, yes, there are others. <laughs> Melanie was partying so hard last week she can barely talk this week. I'm just going hey, to I'm I'm spread rumors about everybody. Especially those who can't defend themselves. That's right. Adrian's the only one I knew that was behaving. Because It's true. That's because I was sick. So I was she, went, she went from being sick to rearranging her house. So. What'd I do? Uh, and Jessica's young and having fun all the time so i know she's out <laughs> causing mischief in some in some uh royal way some royal way <laughs> royal That's mischief a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah, well, well you know hey <laughs> okay so before this gets any worse <laughs> this week interesting topic we're going to chat about we're going to talk about how it is or if if it even applies to you but about being the disney person so that can, meaning, are you the person like in your family, at your job, in your social group, with your friends, whatever, whatever you do in your daily life, are you the person that people just know, if I have any questions about Disney related anything, movies, you know, anything we cover on this podcast and, and beyond, are, are you the person that they go to? So we're just going to kind of go around round table and. And just talk about that. And, and if we know anybody, you know, I think we have a wealth of experience here in many different on many different levels between the five of us. So there may even be people in our groups that we feel are next level above us. I mean, there's there's never anybody who can know everything. Everybody kind of has their strong suits here and there. And there's people that have a general idea of, of a lot of things. But so I don't know. So we're just going to. We're going to go around and see what's what. So let's let's start with Adrian because her name begins with A. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, all right, so I'm definitely the Disney person in my family, but I'm still kind of new to it because, you know, my complete Disney World obsession didn't start really until like 2012. So I'm only like five or six years into it. And, um, and my sister's right there with me and she and I have a I would say an equal amount of um of Disney obsession my aunt tries (laughs) but she's not quite there yet (laughs) so but nobody else in the family I mean my parents enjoy Disney World but they don't really go a lot nobody else in my family really goes except for us so they just kind of know that it's our weird quirk and you know just run with it but it works (laughs) Like, I just recently, probably within the last six months or so, got outed at work as the crazy Disney girl. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> we've been going a lot. And, you know, I've worked with the same company for a while, but I moved to a new building within that company about a year and a half ago. And um, so, you know, it takes a while to get friends with people and friend people on Facebook and that kind of thing. And it kind of came out. And then a girl who had known me at the previous building said, hey, we're going to Disney. I need you to help me out. And everybody was like, why are you asking Adrienne? And she was like, oh, wait. <laughs> so basically I said, okay, when are you going? You know, like we all do. When are you going? What's your budget? what kind of things do you want to do? And she said, she gave me that information. And then I, I had a student at the time. So she was doing all of my real work while I was just kind of hanging out. And I spent probably two hours planning out her entire trip. And then <laughs> I made her a to-do list when she went home. I said, okay, number one, you need to get these dining reservations and you need to get these fast passes. And um, everybody was like, oh my God, I had like... <laughs> A legal pad, you know, of information for her that I'd handwritten. And um, <laughs> and they were like, oh, crap, you're kind of serious about this Disney thing. And I'm like, yes, it's serious. So, but she came back and she was like, it's best trip ever. So, you know, it kind of helps people. And now I almost get offended when people don't come ask me. Like a girl that I work with, we're not really friends, but I know her. I talk to her every day. Just went last week and I was like, you didn't even come talk to me about this? Ugh. For shame. I know. I was very upset. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I I don't let it out that often because I think I am at a level of Disney crazy that most people don't attain to. And uh, But not only that, but people make... Like last year, we went to Disney five times. Now, granted, most of them were little weekends or whatever, but people make assumptions about your income or your lifestyle or whatever and yep. i just i get tired of hearing that so yes just, yeah yeah i can relate agreed yeah agreed so you know we just i i don't let it out all the time yeah same <laughs> how about you jessica so I'm I'm not the only Disney person in my family for sure. There's there's a few of us scattered around the East Coast and the West Coast that go a lot. So it's definitely not weird or surprising or I know not necessarily the sole like go to person. But at work I agree with what Adrian said. It's really not something that I necessarily advertise or am super forthcoming with to people that I don't know especially because I don't want them to think I'm crazy. <laughs> 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 you know, before I don't know. A lot of people have weird assumptions about Disney. And then when adults like it, I know people kind of do snap judgments, I found. So I kind of wait and suss it out. And if they're not a super judgmental person and they seem kind of encouraging, I'll be like, yeah, and this is what I like to do. And on top of that, you know, I blog about it and podcast right. about it. And so <laughs> just kind of slowly add layers to my obsession, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I think the other thing I found at work is... Uh, in like the last year and a half or so now that Disneyland is kind of making more uh, controversial choices, I guess, as is Disney World with with like the Tower of Terror closing and the Incredicoaster replacing California Screaming and, and that kind of stuff that a lot of people kind of get annoyed when they talk to me about it because they expect expect me to just sort of blindly defend whatever Disney is doing. And I think you know, sometimes that can be kind of an awkward conversation because they almost come into it like frustrated or annoyed as if you have something to do with it. So I always kind of try to level set and be like, no, like, I think that's terrible too. And, you know, I'm not just blindly signing up to whatever they say. It's kind of, it's been a strange, and it's kind of like that on Twitter too, where people are just yes. kind of ag aggressive about it, which you guys have all experienced. But yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is I, I agree with Adrian that, uh, it's both good and bad when people ask you for advice because if it doesn't work out exactly the way, you know, I kind of map it out on paper for them, I sort of feel like it's my fault. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I really want to help and you don't want to overwhelm them. And it's a really difficult balance of being like, here's some suggestions. These might not work for you, but I think it'll help. So it's kind of, it's a good thing and kind of an intimidating thing to, to answer people's questions and try to give advice, I think. I it must be worse bad. for Disney World because there's so many more days to a trip. I mean, most people around here, when they go to Disneyland, go for one day, maybe two. So it's much easier to say, like, prioritize these couple of things and then see what you can get to. But I can't imagine doing that for a week or something. Oof. <laughs> yeah. 
I also feel bad. I don't know if y'all feel the same, but like if people see how often we go and the things that we do and whatever, and that maybe they've never been and they go on their first trip and they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, how can you do this? It's so hot. Or it's, you know, it's so expensive and we weren't expecting to spend $5 on a Coke or yes. whatever. And yeah. so yeah. I've kind of learned to like prep them a mm-hmm. little bit and kind of be like, yes, I understand. These are the things that you're going to run into to like mitigate their expectations a little bit. Too. Oh yeah. You definitely <laughs> yeah. have to. Yeah. With one of my coworkers, she went, they'd been before, but it had been a long time. So she was kind of asking me for pointers and stuff. And she was going on new year's Eve day oh. and I was just basically wow. trying to really politely say good Why? luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you have to be aware that they might hit capacity. And if they, this, that happens, here's what you need to do. And she just couldn't understand it because she's seen all these pictures of me there doing all this stuff. And I was trying to explain, you know, I go on a Thursday and a Wednesday in February. I'm not there New Year's Eve day. So I think people kind of, because you're able to knock out so much stuff, I think people kind of think that whatever you secrets you have will make them be able to do that no matter what the circumstance is. Yep. So it's yeah. kind of tough to be like level set your expectations, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Cause that's a lot of money to spend when it's really crowded. So. Oh, absolutely. You got that right. Mm-hmm. All right, Mel, how about you? I don't ever remember not being the Disney person. <laughs> I mean, I think my my first trip that I planned for other people, I was in the group as well, was my varsity volleyball trip. We went on my, it was our senior year, and all of the seniors on our varsity volleyball team spent the day at Disney World. And back then, I lived in Central Florida, so we could go on a day trip. And I basically planned the whole day. It happened to actually be on my birthday. So, Woo-hoo. <laughs> I know, right? It was a great 17th birthday. <laughs> and so that, I know, I was a baby. That was the first, you know, time I took the helm and planned a full-out Disney trip. And even though it was one day, that's that's what we were used to. That when we said we were going to Disney World, that meant we were going to Magic Kingdom. If we said we were going to Epcot, that meant we were going mm. to Epcot. I, I don't think we ever called Magic Kingdom Magic Kingdom. We always called it Disney World. Anyway. <laughs> and... <laughs> I've lived where <sighs> I lived for the last 16 years. So any hiding I could have ever done is done. I'm out. And <laughs> considering my jobs as well. I mean, I'm the editor of DCLPrepSchool.com. So in my daily life, it's all Disney cruises. I'm a travel agent with Prep School Travel. So, you know, all of my coworkers are that Disney person. So we can, right. you know, bat ideas off of each other. If we have questions, we take it to one another. So there's like a little community of knowledge that I get to draw from every day. And they're they're real Disney enthusiasts. So I get to share my crazy with my coworkers <laughs> on the daily. So, you know, I've always been that Disney person, whether it's at the baseball field, because I have a most awesome Minnie Mouse purse that my sister got me for Christmas. And, or whether it's just, hey, are y'all going on a Disney cruise? Because people just know that that's, <laughs> they know. <laughs> when, we're, when we're planning a vacation, it's going to have Disney somewhere in the title, usually. Although we do to go other places, too. It's not always Disney. It's just mostly Disney. But with my family, most of my family is in Florida. So they all have varying levels of what I call the Disney gene. <laughs> so some of them have, you know, fierce Disney genes. Others love it. And there are very few who aren't into it at all but i'd say i've got my my cousin-in-law it's my cousin's wife she's my total match knowledge for knowledge she's one of the only people who can kind of beat me when it comes to disney trivia (laughs) so it's not just travel with our family it's travel culture music movies all of it when it comes to our family we had a family reunion two years ago on the disney magic so you know we were all into it then so we had a facebook group that was just us so we could you know, talk about the cruise and get ideas on port adventures and things to do so in my community I, I am that that disney person but you know they do come to you they're like hey we're going to disney world you know this is when we're going what should we expect and luckily i have that knowledge base of disney world and disney cruise line so i can let them know what to expect so if they say hey mel we want to cruise when should we 
I can engage in that conversation with them because I have that that knowledge base so I can figure out okay how long do they want to go how much do they want to spend is pulling the kids out of school even an option for them luckily around our area most of the public schools operate on a year-round calendar so they have breaks built into their traditional to the school year where traditional kids are still in school so they can take advantage of those off-season times so you know I, I have that knowledge base that they, and they know that they can come to me because like I said I'm out there's no hiding my, my Disney <laughs> from anyone, which, you know, at this point, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's just kind of, I think, part of my personality at this point. You know, I grew up there. We still go back there to visit family. And, you know, Disney's just always been a part of our family life from the time I was quite small. So I just go with it. I, I've learned at this point in my life that there's no reason to fight it. No reason at all. Yep. <laughs> got that right okay that works how about you milford well you know i was kind of a late starter for disney i didn't start going until i was almost 30 years old uh started going 20 years ago when my now wife decided we were taking the kids and <laughs> reluctantly i went and now i'm a fan i mean i and i and Everything I do outside of my normal job today is talk about Disney. I mean, I talk about it at work probably a little more than I probably should. Uh, and it drove me to become a travel agent four or five years ago. So it's, uh, I, you know, I have, that's some of my frustration is, is that I have friends that come up and ask me about Disney trips you know, and then I give them all this advice and they know I'm a travel agent and then they go off and book it on their own. <laughs> so just to rant just a little bit, you know, but, you know, I, I, I like to help people plan vacations. So need to charge people for the consultation fee. I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you about Disney. It's going to cost you $10 a minute. <laughs> yeah, that kind of becomes a double-edged sword. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I can, that can be really hard with friends. I think no, with, I friends, I, I, with friends, I freely give the knowledge. I mean, I've got websites that freely give the knowledge. And if they yeah. want to be clients, you know, they, they come to me when they when they want my hands-on expertise. Yep. But it is hard to know what to let them know and not to inundate them. Yeah. Yeah, that's for certain. I don't know. So as far as for me, in my family, I am definitely not the only one. I was born in, <laughs> born into it. My parents honeymooned there in 74. Uh, my uncle did not, my father's brother. But they've, you know, went from early on in their marriage as well, too. So myself, my brother, and my two cousins, who's my close-knit family that's all around the area where I live in uh yeah we were born and raised and I live in Connecticut so you know we were fortunate enough to go down every other year sometimes together with my uncle and uh, most of the time not and uh you know so in that respect I was very lucky growing up and I mean I've been so I've been going since 1980 it was my first trip I was four years old uh but the same as with pretty much everybody else here, the, this, the super obsession didn't start until much later in my life. It was before I'd gotten married, probably around 99 or 2000, something like that. I really started getting into it more. And, uh, you know, I'd always, we'd always gone to movies and, and been in, I'd already always kind of collected things from the parks and souvenirs. So I always had that aspect of it, but it didn't become a part of daily life probably until almost 20 years ago for me as well. Uh, and then it just, once I got you know familiar and the internet was easier to get on and forget, it was kind of all over with me, especially with the music aspect, which I know I've talked on here a million times, but uh, you know, I, I don't know how many people would call my parents and or my brother or anybody else to have questions about traveling to Disney. I know my mother is, my mother's more active, kind of like I am, on social media with stuff. I know she belongs to a couple of Facebook groups and stuff of people in the same obsession. As you might, I mean, my father and my uncle can rattle off anything you ask them just because they're both human calculators and sponges, but they don't go around 
my father doesn't go around just speaking about it. I mean, if he's asked, he'll tell you. Uh, my uncle kind of is full bore like I am. Like every day, is a, he wears a Disney shirt, and their house is pretty much looks like the inside of the Disney store. And because that's his, because his wife, my aunt, is the exact same. So there's no kickback. Uh, my wife likes a little more style than just uh, Mickey Mouse. So I had I had to curb my decorating. Otherwise, my house would pretty much look like the Magic Kingdom as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relegated to one room. <laughs> Yeah, as far and same for me. As far as in my social circles, at work they definitely know I am just because I've talked about it, and they know. And anytime I say, "Hey, I need this week off for vacation," they know where I'm going because I don't go anywhere else. I've never been anywhere else. I've never seen any other part of this country, uh, so I've only ever gone to Disney World. So going back to what Adrian had said, when people kind of put the judgy eyes on and you know with how much it costs now and things of of like that you know and that so that's my you know and you get the stereotype it's like oh you're going there again you know what what's different there what's new there and without going into great detail with people because i just i don't want to argue with people it's not my thing i don't like confrontation so i generally don't get into an argument with people over it, but my my answer back when people say that is you go skiing every year, don't you? You go to, like, I live up in the Northeast. You go to Martha's Vineyard. You go to Cape Cod. What the hell changes in those places? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. What changes when you go skiing? Nothing. It's snow, you're going down a hill. At least I go to Disney World. There's something new every time. Every other year, every year, every month, whatever it is. There's something different going on. It may not be major stuff, but there's always something different when you go down. To Walt Disney World, at least, you know? This place is so huge, it's ever-changing and evolving, so... I definitely, uh... That's what I think keeps it in check for me, like like Adrian and Jessica were saying. I mean, it's known... It's a known fact. I'm, you know... You know, myself, my brother, whatever, we're, you know, we're the people, if you... You know, need to... Help on planning a trip, or just general knowledge, at least, for myself, at least. Like, you know, goes well beyond just parks and travel, like Melanie said, you know... Movies, the animation, history, you know, I kind of have a little bit of everything in my, uh, in my back pocket, but trip planning, I don't think I'm so good at, <laughs> uh, I never thought I was just because as I've said on here, I'm not a big fan of like the Uber planning and I'm kind of more of the spontaneity, spontaneous person, spontaneous person. Boy, that was bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the whole planning thing kind of throws me for a loop and I get a little stressed out about it as I, you know, I talked, we talked about a couple of weeks ago when I was doing my own trip, but within the past three weeks, I've had my boss's son call me and uh, my cousin call me because they're both going, well, my boss's son called me from Orlando. He was like, hey, we're down in Orlando. We want to know what to do. I'm like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> so... I mean, they're a bunch of, you know, mid-20s kids. So I was like, go to Epcot. <laughs> go to Epcot and go to World Showcase and drink yourself <laughs> silly. Uh, my cousin was going, and her kids are younger. They're three and five. So that required a little more of me sitting down. Like, I kind of pulled an Adrian, and I had said to her afterwards, I was I, I was almost going to call her about my trip, but then I was also almost going to call her just for some recommendations because her kids are younger than mine. So that's that's kind of a little more in her wheelhouse with the age wise but I think I did pretty good they're only they're doing four days and she kind of was had an idea of what's going on she'd already booked like a fast pass for mine train for one day but she just didn't know what else to do and some dining options and everything else and her father's a DVC member so they were staying on on points as DVC so I was like well that's half your battle right there you're in you got a room you're nice so I don't know. I was pretty proud of myself when I was done helping her out. <laughs> I talked to her for about a half hour, and she was she was satisfied. And it's the same thing. You try not to, you try to keep it simple, but like Jessica said, for Disney World, there's just so much to know and such a process now that it's almost like you can't simplify it. Because if you say, "All right," you like them. I knew they were staying at Kadani Village, and she had dining reservations for. She had gotten a be our guest. Somehow she got into Cinderella's royal table, uh, and this is for late March. They're going, I think. And wow, yeah, I don't know, but he did her. 
her father did those 180 days out. He did the oh, because for the okay. two, she's got two young girls, so they want they want princess, princess, princess. So they're doing. I think a, a be our guest early dinner, like 4:30 or something like that. The Cinderella's royal table was a a late breakfast or something. I, I forget exactly what the times were. And then like a bibbity bobbity boutique for the older daughter who's going to be six, I think, by the time they go. Uh, and I forget what the other dinner, there was one other dinner they did. They, were, they had one meal a day. Uh, and I was like, well, I said, you got that, so now, okay, so now this park, this makes more sense to go to this park for this, and I mean, you play the game of how much do you want to bounce around? I mean, they have park hoppers, so you know, it's like like I said, you can't, you try to simplify it, but you can't because there's just too many moving parts. You can't just show up. I mean, you could, yep. and I know we've touched on that here, but I don't know. You know, it's, I'm definitely, on the social front, I'm definitely more out there with it because that's, I kind of keep it, I keep the people that I follow, basically just people that are like me and us, Disney people. Like, I don't go too far from that, especially on like Twitter and Instagram and things. Facebook, I haven't outed too much about my Disney stuff, except for the, the us that we I follow on the podcast, and maybe a select few others people that I've become friends with that are Disney people as well. But other than that, it's not not a main thing on there. But I think maybe it's known about me. I just don't go crazy with it for probably the same <laughs> reasons Adrian doesn't, and it's not something I'm ashamed of. I just don't feel like explaining it to people. Yeah, <laughs> that's you yeah, know what I mean. That's a good way to like, get I it. I just I you know <laughs> exactly. 42 years old. I don't want to have to explain why I like to go to Disney World all the time. I like it because I like it. Like I said before, it's the same reason you go skiing at the same friggin' place every year or go yeah. to some goddamn cabin yeah. in the woods. It's it's the same stuff, except Disney World. Or to the lake. Yeah, it's the same thing. Or the ex beach. Except Disney World's better. <laughs> you want me to tell you? <laughs> so I have a question for you guys because I, it happens to me at least once, twice a week. You're in the store, you're at church, you're at the ballpark, and you hear people talking about Disney vacations. And usually they're saying something that you know isn't right or you know is about to change. How do you stop yourself from jumping into, and it could be a stranger, it could be an acquaintance or somebody you know, how do you stop yourself from jumping into those conversations? It's hard. I, it's very I hard. It's hard. I want to just like, you see that, that, that gif of like the you know sliding into people's messages like i just want to do that move where you just like take the one giant <laughs> step like in a cartoon and i'm like whoop excuse me it's like that I also can't. happens a lot in the park it ha I was you're, just you're someone explaining like this is where this yes. is or this and you're like no that's no, not true that's not, it's <laughs> over there i just I, I was just gonna say the same thing jessica and it may like in the park, you can get away with it a little more as long as you don't, but you don't also don't want to come off as like the know-it-all then, oh no, you know, it's, it's such a hard thing because I, I usually don't, know, you, don't at the parks unless they're clearly struggling with yes. yeah. like they have yes. the map and they just can't figure it yes. out. I was going to say the, the map is kind of your it. cue. If they're yeah. holding a map and they're really struggling, I'll help. But if there's yep. no map or most of the time when people say stuff that is like crazy or makes no sense, they're so confident about it. Yeah. Like they're not looking for help and they're not confused. I'm like, well, I'm they're not first in their bubble. <laughs> what the? No, no, I don't get in on that either. But yeah, I no, hear it's, you know, it's hard. They're like, we're going to Disney and we're going to go to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And then right after that, we're going to ride Frozen. Right. <laughs> I'm like, um, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was like, um, logistically, that's not no, you're not. That's how this works. That's yeah. not how any of this works. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so I, I, I don't want to, in, again, you don't want to come off as a know it all, but I don't want them hinging their vacation on getting a makeover at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and then riding Frozen, Frozen. Ever After. That's right. I'm I, like, that's not gonna <laughs> I, I think my thing is with people like that, I think the reason, the thing that sets in with other, the fact that you don't want 
people are saying false information and I know when I'm confident about what I know about that I'm like uh, no this is a better way to do that or you know this that that doesn't work logistically as the example you just gave but right it's also I, I think where my mind goes to at this age at this day and age too because of social media and everything is reviewed and everything's under a microscope I don't want that those to be the people that go and because of a poor planning misinformation have a horrible time and are the right. ones that come mm-hmm. back and complain about everything and say it was the worst thing in the world, it's expensive, I couldn't do anything, chicken nuggets are $12 and that's all mm-hmm. we ate and we went on two things because we couldn't do it. Well, okay. And then, because then the problem with those people are, A, you really don't want to start pointing fingers like, okay, but did you do this, this, and this? I mean, if you don't know somebody who is a Disney person, honestly... Right. There's a wealth of information on the internet. I mean, Disney's it's so website. So overwhelming if you don't right. know how to filter it. Person. I mean, Disney's yeah. website isn't the easiest to navigate, but there are so many third-party pl- places to go to get some sort of information. Most of it may not be great because all these so-called groups, and there's probably tons. Nothing against outside travel agents, but there is a, there's a group of them that are very good as what we have here, and there's a whole crap load of them that are just, are you kidding me? What are you doing to people? There's both <laughs> ends of it, and I and there's no way to find it, because there's not like there's a rating and review system for right. Disney travel it's agents. It's hard to filter it for novices, and that's where, you know, we are glad when the novices that we know in our circles come to us, because we want them to have that kind of experience that this is going to sound like a cult that turns them into one of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we want them to love it as much as we do. And yes. then they come back and they're disappointed. It kind of hurts your heart a little bit. Well, like, it does. What That's what went wrong. Well, that... more than anything, I just want people to have a good time wherever they choose to vacation and knowing how expensive a Disney vacation is in particular, you definitely don't want them coming back. And like you were saying on social media, like poisoning in it for everybody else. Right. I had an acquaintance who went to Disney for her first time with her baby, like one year old or something and her husband. And her first day was, this was such a terrible day, blah, 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 blah. And it was all these reasons why it was terrible. And it was a lot of the reasons we've already named. Um, you know, <laughs> right. they only took two rides. It was so expensive. And then like it rained and I'm sitting there going, it's September in Florida. Right. You know? It's going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> Have that's you not watched Florida? my Facebook? I put at least one drowned rat photo each, each trip. <laughs> you know? That's how yeah. we're going to start rating Disney World weather. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And a rainy day in Disney World is every day. It's a great day. That's, to me, it yeah. is. Put a poncho right. on and, and go ride. Keep going. Let everybody scatter. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Thank you very much. Totally with you. But I just like reading her post broke my heart a little bit because like y'all are saying, you want them to like it as much as you do and like if you had just asked me a couple of questions yeah i could help it's <laughs> i it's, know it's honestly to me more hurtful than anything else when i hear people i get it you're people i've gone and have and have had bad days and bad times with especially when you travel with kids because they're mm. kids you don't know they're not going to do and be everything you think they're going to be even if you f- stick to your schedule and you nap them and you don't say everything else they're still, <laughs> they're still and 60 children. days ago they really wanted to ride seven dwarves exactly but today that yeah, that's not happening that's right it ain't happening at all they want to go and, and they want they want to play in a water fountain to get that fast path. yeah exactly yeah they don't care <laughs> they don't care they want to stay. They want to stay in the hotel pool and run around the grass at the hotel every day. I asked my daughter, no joke, the other day. I said, Melanie, what do you want to do next time we go back to Disney World? And she said, sleep. I really like yeah. their bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we were at Beach Club, my daughter spent at least two thirds of the vacation in Stormalong Bay, just swimming, playing. I can understand volleyball. why. Oh yeah, she love that pool. She and yeah. my husband stayed behind at the resort so many times when I took the boys to the parks. They're like, y'all go. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know I've talked about in here. That was my mistake early on with my kids. I was like, no, that's not happening. I'm not staying at the hotel. <laughs> I don't want to stay here. I don't care. No. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> and you, know, you can figure how that and turned out by the end of every right. day. But Do you guys have, do you guys have any friends or 
Facebook friends text you or message you while they're at the parks going, help. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Honestly, Usually no. I've, with I've unsolvable not, no. problems. Like, exactly. Radiator Springs Fast Passes are out for the day. What do I do? <laughs> wait in uh, line. <laughs> get in the line or do single rider or wait. Try tomorrow. I mean, I don't yeah. have any oh, magic tricks that right. can help you. No, I got the best one. I got the best one. Client at Alani during the uh, nuclear drill. Oh, calls, no. Calls me on the phone. <laughs> what do I do? Well, you're in the resort, right? Why don't you go ask the people at the front desk? Yeah. I'm not in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. No offense to you, but I don't think if I thought I had 15 minutes to live, my first call would be to my travel agent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you... I had friends... And I God, I hope they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just edit listen. that right on out. So, no, it's fine. <laughs> oh. they, they laugh about it now, but it's like, really? Yeah. Your life's in danger and you're calling your travel agent to find out what you should do. <laughs> you must have some faith in you there. I guess so. <laughs> <sighs> no, I had friends who kind of knew what was going on. I mean, they're Disney people. They kind of knew what was going on with Hollywood Studios with all the construction. And they're there last Christmas, and they get through with Hollywood Studios, like, in half a day. Like, we're done. What <laughs> now, we do? now what? Because they didn't want to go back do it to again. the resort. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, like I said, they're Disney people, but they, they weren't used to thinking outside the parks. Right. So it was Christmas. I'm like, okay, you're right there by Beach Club. Go over to the Beach Club. Look at the, you know, the Christmas decorations, and you can do this or, you know. Yeah. Resort hop. Resort hop, exactly. I'm like, you because they were over at Shades of Green. And I'm like, y'all have got to go over to the Grand Floridian to see their gingerbread house. Oh, over there. Like, yeah, how could the you not? Loop. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Exactly. How could you not? And so I was, we were talking about all that kind of stuff while they were still there and um, coming up with suggestions on the fly, you know, with when weather happens, it happens in December as well. Yep. Like, okay, it's raining. Now what do we do? I'm like, you do what I told you to do yesterday. You go to the Grand Floridian. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Because, you know, they're going to go back to the parks. They've done the parks before. They're going to go back. They're, they're Disney people, but they're not super planners. Sometimes, right. you know, on the... They, right. Or they're not on the fly planners, I guess I should say. It's like they had their ideas of what was going to happen. And as things change, I mean, things change when you're on vacation. You can't yep. go by... If you are glued to your itinerary, you're going to be miserable. It's it's the guide. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there are some things that aren't flexible, like fast passes. But you know, it's sometimes it's okay to miss a fast pass if you're the that kind of Disney person that's going to come again and again. Yep. Like you're just. She's like, but our fast pass. I'm like, you're just going to miss your fast pass. <laughs> I'm like yeah, you're going like back. When... And, you're going back next year. You'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like when I put together an itinerary for a client, you know, I'll give them a detailed itinerary. Hey, you're going to go to this park this day. You know, here's some alternative things to do in case, you know, a ride's down, uh, you right. miss a fast pass, uh, you know, those kinds of things that, that people don't think about. Yeah. What's my it, backup plan? <laughs> <laughs> I usually tell them like, to text me, but it. It's kind of funny. So you, you can only go so much by that itinerary. You still have to have oh, absolutely. some flexibility. But if you don't uh, have that exactly. knowledge, it's hard to be flexible because yep. if you don't have the knowledge like we do, your your mind's not already thinking about five alternatives that you could do. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, like you said, people don't think outside of the parks that there's a whole ton of other stuff to do. Honestly, depending on the time of year you go, even if it's a slow time, but a busier time... Some, sometimes it's better to get out of the parks and do the other stuff. I mean, you know, this I know this isn't a travel planning episode, <laughs> so to speak, but, you know, there's there's other, besides resort hopping, you know, you got the three mini golf courses, and there's, now you have that big mall that they put in down in the Springs area, if that's your thing. <laughs> it, you know, wealth of restaurants and shopping, if that's your thing, too. But there's definitely... You know, like Milford said, to give Plan Bs for all this for all this kind of stuff, and you know, depending on how the people are, kids like roaming around lobbies. Every single one of these resorts, at least the all the deluxes, and I believe some of the moderates have some form of a 
of a uh, a bar or a lounge. Grab your ass a drink and wander around. <laughs> Let the kids run around on the grass for a little bit or hang out in the lobbies of all these resorts. You know, they're... You know, especially if, if you're going and, and you're staying at... Say you're staying at some of the value resorts. Okay? So there's not much of those lobbies. There's nothing there. There's a check-in desk of the... The food court and, and, a, and a crappy little gift shop. He, you know, go to go to a re resorts that you probably either you you know you're not going to ever stay in, or ones you may think about staying in, and just roam around. It's free to go to the resorts. You don't have yeah. to, you don't have to pay anything. You're already on property. You take the transportation. Go. And they go. usually always have gift shops. Yeah. Go wander around. Those are some of my favorite memories. Honestly, are are non-park related things. Times when we've had to change our plans and do something different than we had planned originally. And, right. and those are some of the best times. I mean, that happened just a couple of trips ago. I, I know I've talked about it before, but we had no Hana reservations. The kids didn't want to go. We dropped them off at the kids club instead and we did a monorail crawl. And that was not in the plan at all. And it was great. Yeah. And, you know, and I got to see all the resorts that I've never stayed in before. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. And you could say you had soda at all of them now, because I know you didn't. <laughs> I know you weren't at the so bar. Good. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's that? I said I had a no hito. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> it's actually really good at the lounge. Just saying. <laughs> a no hito. <laughs> Make fun all you want. No, I'm not making fun. I think it's <laughs> I, it's adorable. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess for purposes of what our topic was, I think... I think what we're saying is we are all the crazy Disney people. Come to us with your questions. It makes our day. Pretty much. I, I, <laughs> I'll never turn down a conversation we'll about it. We'll make fun of you later. <laughs> right, right. Privately. Maybe on the podcast. Maybe on... That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe on the podcast. So I'll give you an example. So now my kids, my kids are spoiled. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie about it. They're they're spoiled because we've been able to take them all from infants, and a lot of it is helped through my parents because they enjoy going more than they go more than I do. They'll go twice a year, sometimes three times a year because they can. And you know, we got this trip coming up in April, and myself, my brothers going, and good family friends, and all the kids are gonna be together and that's it's going to be awesome and i could you know as i talked about on the show we did when i was talked about everything we did I'm, I'm not really concerned about what things that we do it's just all being together and watching them all be together because they're a smart bunch of kids and i don't say that because they're just my family and they're my kids and niece and nephews they you know they've been going long enough that as much as i think that they don't remember stuff they mm -hmm. do remember stuff because we were with them. My niece and nephew were over today uh, for a little while and just listening to them talk about the trip and, and certain things. And it's just amazing to what they remember and how they, from a child's eye, which honestly, if you think about it, is really, I mean, to, to see it and experience it through a kid's eye and and kind of let them take the lead as, as like, kids all in my group are getting older now they range anywhere from my oldest is 13 and then uh my youngest nephew is uh eight and then i have my youngest is five years old so he doesn't i don't count him in that equation because he doesn't know enough really but for those four that are in that age group they're you know i'm pretty sure they could probably figure it out on their own if we, if we left them to their own devices and they would figure it out, which to me is awesome. It's like ultimate parenting. I mean, yeah, they're good. They get good grades and they're polite and stuff, but <laughs> they know their Disney they stuff. They plan a Disney trip. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome right there. Hey, listen, if they, if they know their way around the park, I'm happy about that. I'm like, oh, good. You know where this is. You know where that is. Awesome. <laughs> so, you know, parenting win right there. The other stuff there comes. The other stuff comes with time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you can trust to them to... Yeah, wait till you can trust them to go from the resort to the park where you are on their own because uh, I'm counting they wanted the days. to sleep in. Yeah, I'm counting those days. I can't wait. That till is that a happens. super parenting win. You're yeah, like, they know how to use the transportation system mm -hmm. on their own. Yeah, 
No, it, I, I'm, it's wonderful. I'm, it's it's going to come soon. I know for mine because my kids are the oldest, so I know the 13 year old's going to try to get away with it sooner than later. You know, and him and his sister, <laughs> but you know, it's not happening with the other ones for a little while. So, <laughs> but seven and four, I got a long way to go, but. I'll enjoy it until then. Yeah, well, that's what it is. I had the same thing. <laughs> enjoy it until then. So it's not... Okay. What we learned is, yes, we are the crazy Disney people. <laughs> some of us are vastly open with it, and some of the, some of us aren't. So like I said, I, I'm like, in, in, in within the community, in whatever platform you want to consider that, at the parks, in the privacy with my family in my house or whoever's house we're at or in the social media communities that I'm a part of that I'm comfortable with I'm an open book about all that stuff and I make no bones about it and everything else there's certain aspects like Adrian and Jessica said that I'm a, a little more reserved just because you do get the judgy eyes and like I said I just don't want to deal with it at this point I'm not arguing with people about it or feeling like I have to explain myself that's that's what I enjoy doing and I don't really you know don't care if you don't agree with me or not. So, you know what I mean? And and like Adrian said at the beginning, I don't need the judgingness of, oh, you go so much, so you must, you know, whatever your financial stature is or this, that, and the other thing. It, it's not cheap to go. But with DDC and annual pass, like, that's the bulk of the trip right there. It is. You know? And that's what I tell people, too. I mean, we're not DDC. We're just annual pass holders. But right. pa- tickets are the one thing you can't save money on. Right. And... So once that's out of the way and taken out of the equation, it makes a world of difference. It's like, I mean, it costs us 150 bucks to drive down there. Right. And I mean, it's not that bad. No. But I also understand that it's not that bad as relative. So. Right. Right. (laughs) You're right, though. I mean, I mean, we're like, so for April, we're we're driving from Connecticut. It's a. 18 to 20 hour drive. It's not the funnest thing in the world, but it cost us maybe $300 to drive down gas. We stay over one night just because the kids are younger. Otherwise I'd go straight through mm-hmm. Ver- versus $2,000 to $2,100 to fly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a two and a half hour flight versus 20 hours in the car, but I can't spend that. We wouldn't be able to go. Right. Wouldn't be able to go. And I unfortunately had to let my our annual pass, my wife and I's annual pass, go this year because, you know, it, it was it was up in December. I always forget about the price hikes and rate increases that happen every February. And I just we just couldn't do it. I mean, and I could just have done maybe just mine, but that's not nice. <laughs> so unfortunately, well, for the for the first time in a great many years, mm-hmm. I, I am not an annual pass holder, and it's sad <laughs> because. Now we're going to be there for Flower and Garden. I just saw that they're coming out with pass holder magnets that are different, two, two different designs. And because of the week that we're there and the dates, we'll be, we would be able to get both designs. So I'm like, damn it. I was like, well, I'm going to have to send my parents in two separate times. My father once and then my mother so they can each get one of each so then I can take one from them. <laughs> I will tell you, though, when we were there in Christmas, we got the special little magnet and they didn't even ask to see our annual pass. So... Maybe you'll really? recognize Cassimir. Yeah. I will. I will try, or I'll go with in with my father, and he can ask for more oh, than one. Crap! I left it in the car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. I have the old one. Maybe I'll bring it with me, and I'll just wipe the date off the back <laughs> that they write in marker when it expired. Right. Yeah. That, right. We'll see. That Christmas one was nice, and this is why. And this is where why I'm more comfortable within, like, maybe not more comfortable, but more open within, like, the community of people. So, uh, a group of people I have that I'm involved in, in like a little Twitter chat group. I know I've talked about it on here before. We've done a secret Santa with us. There's about 24 of us. Some, most are, some are locals, but the rest of us are scattered about, about the country. So one of the guys I know, he lives in Long Island, so it's not too far from me. And he was down there for just right before Christmas. And he has seen these annual pass things. And he said he ended up getting, because we know one of the people that's in the group. She's she now works for Disney. Uh, she's behind the scenes. She she does like uh, internet help and stuff for MDE and all computer related stuff. So I don't know if she had gotten extra ones for him or whatever. But he has an annual. So he had about five or six of them, and he had asked if anybody would like one. So I was like, hey, I said, yeah. I said, you know, if if you have an extra one, you know, mail it up to me or or whatever, or bring it home with you, and we'll get together or something like that. And uh, he was like, yeah, 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 you know, give me your address or whatever. And he, and he mailed me up a thing. And he wrote a nice little card because it was right around the holidays things 
for me and my family and stuff. And like, I've never met him, but I, you know, we chat every other day with this group of people. So the community is, is very strong. And I, and I feel that everybody really kind of looks out for everybody else and is generally in the best interest of everybody enjoying themselves and having a good time, whether you're there, you know, with your family or with a group of friends, you know, like, Milford and I had gone last year with a group of people that, you know, other than him and I knowing each other from doing this and talking every week on this, we didn't know any of the other people. We had chatted online, but you know, I've never done anything like that before. Just go and meet a bunch of random people. Yeah, and, that and, was that was a step out of my zone, too. And my wife even said that. I can't believe you're going and meeting these people that you've now all you've just done is talk to them online yeah and if it wasn't for disney being the common denominator and being meeting in a place like that like i went into it like i wasn't nervous i had no issues or like unsafety things like are these people going to be you know all obnoxious and annoying and i was like yeah i walked at the end of those four days it was like i just got like nine new best friends now (laughs) you know what i mean so it was an awesome experience and i honestly can't wait to do it again hopefully with all you people (laughs) (laughs) so anyway we've we've ventured off our topic but as we (sighs) as we normally do we are all completely shocked that that happened honestly it never happens that's right (laughs) 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 what a tangent here yeah (sighs) tangent that's right Hey, explorers don't go on, you know, previously identified trails, right? They go it's off into the woods. True. 100%. No, that'll be our t-shirt if we ever design one. A tangent? That's a lot of words for a t-shirt. No, no. It'll just say a tangent. Like it'll be a trail path mark, like the, the marked path or the unmarked path. That's right. Which way are we going? Exactly. Any guesses? But I think with those Disney meets, those super quick, they... You know, Disney provides such a safe place to do it. Oh, agree. Absolutely. You you have your own room key. You know, you're using public transportation. You're meeting somewhere public. So, and I I think it kind of adds to the experience. So, I 100% agree. Yay for being crazy Disney people. Yay for being crazy. That's right. Hooray. (laughs) And you go, RJ, raising the next generation of crazy Disney people. Hey, listen, can't avoid it in my house. So one more thing I was going to say before, and then we'll wrap it up. So we were at my parents' house on Friday, and I had asked my mother if she had had pictures from their honeymoon. Because they, like I said, they they went down to Disney World in 1974 for their honeymoon. And they stayed at the, then it was called the Golf Resort, which is present day uh, Shades of Green. But I know they visited all the other places, and she we were talking about it. Uh, only because another podcast that I listen to and I'm friends with with a couple of the fellows that are that run it are is the retro WDW podcast. So their deal is they only deal with anything only up to 20 years old. So as or 25 years old, I'm sorry. So as the years go by, they're getting further and further along. But when they first started the podcast, like MGM opening date was like their cutoff, like nothing past 1989 they would discuss. So now as the years go by, they're into the 90s now. So they did two episodes, two weeks in a row about the Polynesian, the history, the design, and then up to somewhat present day kind of thing. And that was fascinating to me because growing up, that's the only resort we stayed at because that was really your only options was the monorail loop until some of the others came online in the 90s with all the expansion stuff. So that's the resort I know and I fell in love with. So hearing the history and everything else was great. So I knew I had a ton of pictures that I wanted to send out to those guys because they were talking about the old lobby and and the tile work and some of the artwork and the original configurations before, you know, stuff was added on. And everything just brought back like a wave of memories of being in that resort as a, in the eighties. So I wanted to see if my parents had anything from their first trip in 74 because three years old everything's brand new still my father had every all the other pictures he had either a scanned into the computer off of the prints or some of them were still on slides he had done but he hadn't done their honeymoon yet so he busted out the old slide projector that he has oh my and yeah i we just looked at it through the preview thing he didn't set up the the one that projects onto the wall or the sheet because I honestly don't know if they have the name. So it was an old little Bell and Howell unit with the with the Bell and Howell slides. And they had two uh, cartridges of slides. So I was showing it, and my daughter was sitting and was looking at them, too. And number one, 
the biggest thing I'll take I can say about how the parks look so so different in the in the 70s and even the early 80s is you can see everything because all the foliage is so low like you can see everything from anywhere in the park like the haunted mansion you can see the entire building because those trees there's no awning you know there's no covered queue lines it's just it's i know everybody's not into the history of the park but if you go to their website and just look at the old photos of how the park was when it first opened especially only magic kingdom even epcot when it first opened just how how open and vast everything was because of just stuff wasn't tall and it's just it just it gives a whole different perspective of of these parks and how they were yep. it and it's really really cool to to see the stuff and 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 for people who just started going as 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 a lot of us uh, as as you guys on here just started going within the past 20 years milford and adrian as in the past i know you went growing up as well too but like jessica somebody who's a west coast person and and i know you you were rich in the history of disneyland uh, with your blog and everything but just to see this stuff from it's it just to me it just blows me away and that's the stuff i love now is seeing all that as all that kind of thing so yeah looking at these slides was, was crazy and then my mother was laughing at like the outfits and stuff that she was wearing and and she made a valid point and then i'll be done she's like you know she said look at the shoes that i'm wearing she said you wouldn't nobody would they were like i forgot what she called them there were some set they were they're almost like wedge heel open-toed things she was like she was like because nobody wore sneakers back then she said you didn't wear sneakers unless you were going to play tennis i was like get the hell out of here she's like no i'm serious she's like, look at your father's shoes he's got almost like kind of dress shoe boot type things on she's like that's what you wore she said you didn't realize you were the i mean it was only the magic kingdom so we were walking but it wasn't like it was today she's like people didn't wear sneakers when they left the house that's just not how people dressed i'm like i just can't picture that she was like look look at all the people around and all the pictures nobody has a pair of sneakers on I'm like, oh, shh, crap, you're right. <laughs> so it's just funny, the mindset. Like now, it's like I see people in the park with flip-flops. I'm like, you people are out of your mind. I don't know how they do it. I did it once, and I had such blist <laughs> such blisters on my feet. I was like, the hell, I need a nice pair of shoes, walking shoes. Anyway. Oh, I wear a flip-flop. Really? I can't do it. My yeah, buddy does, really. My, my buddy does, too. Sometimes I, did... I do the cheap, like, $2 old Navy ones. Oh, man. I have like a nice pair of those reef ones, and I but couldn't you have to remember, do it. But remember, I'm southern. I have tough feet. You know, we were barefoot all the time down here. Well, I am too up here for the most part. I just I got a blister like right on my big toe, like on the bottom. Other than that, I was fine. But I was like, maybe because it rained and they were wet. I don't know. I know I had some fantastic, comfy clearance flip flops that were one wonderful because they were all like that smooshy foam. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it is a southern thing. We like our flip flops or Crocs. Yeah, Big no, Crocs. I I do too. I hate wearing full footwear. I mean, it doesn't bother me because I'm used to it. But I <laughs> just, you know, it was I was so uncomfortable the whole next day after that that I was like, I ah, guess I'm never doing that again. <laughs> so anyway, you live and you learn. All right. With that, we're gonna wrap this up. So we thank you all for listening all our crazy Disney fans and we hope that everybody that listens to this is the person in their family and if you're not <laughs> we hope you have one of those other people in your family if you would like to become that person in your family then we can certainly help you jump down that <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> yes. just drop us a line it's fun and we will that's right yeah we, we will have give... Mickey ears we have, we have Dole Whips Mickey press we have Dole Whips we have Dole Whips yes and for the Some adults the dark side we have there's many many libations yes. it's not it's not only for kids small small world is fun after a couple of lapu lapus <laughs> <laughs> and with that we will sign off thank you everybody we'll talk to you next week <laughs> <laughs>
You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening.